everybody, welcome to another great Radio Vice Online podcast with uh, Jim and Jane Weisfitch. In this case, Jane is going to give us her, her perspective today from coming from a communist country. This We're also talking about the vaccine mandate by Joe Biden forcing large corporations to have their employees mandated or lose their jobs. And whether or not that's constitutional and how you guys feel about it anyway, the government mandating health care or health vaccinations or lose your job. We're going to see how that works out. Sound Up Sister is going to join us in about 30 minutes to talk about it as 30 well. 30 minutes or 30, 30 minutes. seconds? Sorry, 30 minutes. Oh, you to talk about have it as her well. at 430? Give us the uh, legal perspective because it's before the Supreme Court right now. So we'll see what happens. This is the soundbite of the week, though, so far. Uh, talking about the Voting Rights Act of 2020, this is Joe Biden's Voting Rights Act that he wants to get passed, but it's being blocked by the filibuster because it's mandating voting rights on, on states when states have generally been mandated with running their own elections, not generally constitutionally and mandated with running their own elections. So today's whole podcast is about federal government intrusion intrusion into our lives. You know something about that, right, Jane? No, I would not. Well, you know something about the uh, big government controlling our lives. Oh. uh, um, And here's Joe Biden speaking, trying to use the... uh, the, in, what they call the insurrection or the riots on Capitol Hill of what was it, well, January? January 6th. January 6th. And I knew, push I, your voting rights I, knew, Act. I knew what was going to happen. I was, I was actually informed about the... Um, so they knew what was coming too. They knew. Just pretending that they didn't know. The Black Lives Matter and whatever you want to call them, they just, um, they just went in and just... Um, what do you call it? Um... Infiltrated. Infiltrated. Thank you. Infiltrated the and, uh, it, and the peaceful protest, and it was a peaceful protest that was. Um, sorry, excuse me for my voice, but it was a peaceful protest, and it was peacefully. Um, um, the the president Trump was encouraging people to be peaceful. And here is Joe Biden yesterday giving his speech about the insurrection, and. Um, why we should be passing his Voting Rights Act of 2020. In other words, they're <laughs> using that right that was not done by right-wing activists. It was actually infiltrated by left-wing activists. Yes, it was, as it always is. And um, the left, the left-wing, the Democrats... So Kamala people, Harris compared the insurrection to what? To 9-11 and um, the, Pearl Harbor, the Pearl Harbor as well. Pearl Harbor and 9-11. And I can- if these people are freaking standing there Here's and Joe, doing this. I can't believe they can get away with it by the mainstream media. Here's <clears> Joe <throat> Biden in his speech. Hate, evil, love good, and establish justice in the gate. Last week, President Harris and I... President last week Harris. Who? President Harris? I didn't know we had President Harris. I thought we had President Biden. In the words of Scripture... <clears throat> Remind us to hate evil, love good, and establish justice in the gate. Last week, President Harris and I stood in the United States Capitol to observe one of those before and after moments in American history, January 6th insurrection on the citadel of our democracy. You know, I'll tell you, there was nothing good about attacking the Capitol, but was, if that was an insurrection, but, but that was, was a pretty weak but, insurrection. But it was, but we were, we were told that it was going to happen by people that had nothing to do with the peaceful movement. We were told. Love good and establish justice in the gate. Last week, President Harris and I stood in the United States Capitol. And the guy's a moron. Observe. <laughs> One of those He's simply a moron. And after um, moments in he's been there history. for 50 years doing January freaking the same shit that he's been doing. And he's still doing it. And he's the president of this country. Are you freaking kidding me? 
I feel you honestly. I, I just don't, I can't I cannot believe it. And then I have fought with my relatives in um from my home country um that know more than I do because they are told by their freaking liberal media that that um Trump is evil. They know more than me do um because they're told. I I cannot speak anymore. I don't know. I can't. Uh, anyways, um, it's it's just ridiculous. And we're going to be talking about the Santos sister pretty soon. Only in this case, we're going to be talking about the Supreme Court taking up the federal go- Joe Biden's mandate to private employers to get their employees vaccinated or fire those employees who don't won't vaccinate. The people, it's the outrageous. People, the people that have been serving us, the people that have been there the entire time that survived without vaccination and they still get the uh, virus with the vaccination because um, now the CDC actually admitted that they don't even know if it's regular flu or if if, if it's China virus. They don't even know. Somebody give us a call so so Jana can actually take a little time off here because of her voice. Because I've been screaming at everybody, goddammit. It's 6088-2101, right? Yes. 888-2101. And I see my uh, buddy uh, Jennifer um, Stent Sullivan um, and David Maze and um, Christine Reebok. And I, I see I use I see you people in a, a chat room. Um I just I'm not very quick with responding, but if you want to give us a call, it would be great. I'm losing my voice because... We increased we just, the signal so we should have solved that problem. I, th- I think so. Um, I, I upped the signal. I bought a signal upper, and Jane installed it. My engineer over, my trusty engineer. Thank you very much, Jane. Okay, you're welcome. Uh, but I had to activate it. Yeah, you did. Anyway, here is... At least is, you did something. There is, is Helen. Um, You guys... Um. You guys, uh, give us a call and give us an opinion if you want to. <laughs> give us a call now before the sound of sister joins us about vaccine mandates. How do you guys feel about yeah, the federal government mandating vaccine? How do you feel about that? Can the federal government intrude into your personal health like this? I mean, you might say that states can mandate that, but can the federal government mandate? Well, before the sound of sister gives us her opinion, if you want to know who the sound of sister is, She's a former federal prosecutor, former federal prosecutor, former assistant U.S. attorney, and law professor at the University of Miami. And your sister. And my sister. And your as big well. sister yeah. that brought your ass up. She should have kicked your kicked your ass more often, butthead. Um. Anyways. Here's um, an example of what the mainstream media is saying. Here is from NBC News. We have hospitals that are. This, this is Sotomayor. This is Associate Justice, the wise Latina woman. Hi, Wesley. What, what is her name again? No, so, we got Sotomayor. Oh, we got somebody joining us. Wesley just joined us. Really? I, I'm sorry for my voice. Let me play Sotomayor on this vaccine mandate. Why she said the federal government should mandate vaccines. We have hospitals that are almost at full capacity with people is severely ill on ventilators. We have over 100,000 children, which we've never had before. 100,000 children. That is absolutely wrong. It, it that is, is a lie. It's a lie. It's a lie. Just like, you know what? They have, Do you remember that um, Donald Trump sent those, sent those ships to New York and they were never occupied at all? They sent all was... those people. They sent all those people into... Um, retirement homes and um, listen to what Fox News Greg Gutfeld had to say about what Sotomayor had to say as AOC goes on vacation Sotomayor spreads disinformation yeah just days after living it up mask us at a bar in South Beach New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez tested positive for the coronavirus oh no way well, who I did not know that? that who could have predicted I that I did not know that <laughs> 
Yeah. Her office says she's experiencing symptoms and recovering at home. They also reported she's suffering from confusion and incoherent speech, but that has nothing to do with COVID. Now, if you'll remember, she blamed the criticism she faced on Republicans. Coronavirus. Well, who could have predicted that? Uh, but but like wait I, one second. Her office says she's experiencing symptoms and recovering at home. They also reported she's suffering from confusion and incoherent speech, but that has nothing to do with COVID. <laughs> now, if you'll remember, best. she blamed the criticism she faced moment. on Republicans' <laughs> deranged sexual frustration and being mad that they can't date her. Yeah, that's why. So maybe COVID infected her she out of jealousy. Who knows? I, now you have yeah, to stay six was... feet away, perverts. But doctors recommend staying so far away you can't hear her either. <laughs> so, from our clueless Cupid to a justice who's just plain stupid, last Friday during a hearing on Biden's vaccine <laughs> mandate, Supreme shit. Court Justice Sonia Sotomayor said, quote, we have over 100,000 children, which we've never had before, in serious condition, and many on ventilators. Well, well, that's not true. It's not even close. And we have no idea where she got that crazy number. Uh, What's may, may, may I fill in with that one? Um, I had um, I had a relative that died of COVID at 104, and I'm not kidding. She died at 104 of COVID. Are you freaking kidding me? But can you imagine Sotomayor coming out of the Supreme Court and saying, I just, here's the bite right here. No, listen, listen can, can I fill you in on something? Um, we were both tested for uh, COVID because he was not, was it because you were not feeling well? I forget why we no, were in the No, tested because... Because of the kids. Okay, so my kids both tested positive, and they both went through it within three days. Just, just, just saying. And then my ex-husband, their dad, found out that they don't even know what they're freaking testing for. They don't know what the test. CDC admitted that they don't know if the test is for the China virus. Or if it's uh, for regular virus, or if it's even for cold. For within three days, well, cold you would go, with cold you would go within seven days. Let right? me play the Justice Sotomayor lie by soundbite. Okay. This is your ears. This is where she makes whopper lie of the week. All right, um, are you playing something? We have hospitals that are almost at full capacity with people is severely ill on ventilators. We have over 100,000 yeah. children, Do not go which on we've ventilator, never had by before, in, in serious condition, and uh, many on ventilators. Do, over 100,000 so people, she says. Do not go on out. ventilator, if I may advise you. Do, not, do not go on ventilator. Do Let not. me play her st statistical lie again. ...that are almost at full capacity with people is severely ill on ventilators. We have over 100,000 children, which we've never had before, in, in serious condition, and uh, many on ventilators. This is not true. There aren't over 100,000 children and many on ventilators Well, somebody should provide the actual statistics, but um, you can't get them. Um, because they disappeared. Um, I looked up statistics year ago. Was it year ago or year and a half ago, where people were dying in the same amount or same numbers um, from other conditions, but we were not being provided with the numbers um, this year and this past year. So, um, pardon my voice. testing um jennifer um yeah i just got um i just got um six tests six home tests um but what what does it so what does it do so i will test somebody at home and so what does it going to do unless you have symptoms um what the hell is it gonna do well the, it'll tell you if you're covid positive or not that's and, so, okay and then what well then you have to you have to quarantine for for five or ten you know what may i is. may i say something yes um it's you're not gonna like it fuck that you're right i'm not going to like it here's gutfeld responding to sotomayor as aoc goes on vacation sotomayor spreads disinformation 
Yeah, just days after living it up, maskless at a bar in South Beach. New York Congresswoman Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez tested positive for the coronavirus. Well, who could have predicted that? <laughs> well, you did, Jane. Um, I Her office says listening. she's experiencing symptoms and recovering at home. Um, they also reported calling. she's suffering from Barbara's confusion calling. and incoherent speech, but that has oh, nothing no, to do with COVID. No, no, it's, um, <laughs> now, if you'll remember, she blamed the criticism she faced Hi, on, on Republicans' no, deranged... Se- hold on one second. Hi. I can, uh, hold on one second. I have to switch it to the right... Um, Damn it. How, how That's not plugged in correctly because um, I did the plugging in. Uh, yeah, okay. So Jim touched it again. Um, hi, Joseph. Hello there. How are you? Oh, there hey, you Joseph. are. Joseph, we'll be right with you. Don't go No, away. you were there. He, I we can, have to send him through the I board, can though. hear Joseph. You can hear, you hear him in your headset? Yes. Uh, hi, yeah, Joseph. I, I can hear both of you. Okay, thank hi you. Hi there. <laughs> Good. How are you? Good. Just tell, tell me when to uh, talk. Talk. Go ahead, talk. I'm sorry. Go ahead okay. and talk. Yeah, so I have a question for the uh, for the sound off sister. Sure. Uh, when the sound off sister was a federal prosecutor, if yes. she had ever mis- misrepresented facts like Justice Sotomayor did, she would probably be in massive trouble, and her career would probably be <laughs> over. She would be in in such a big trouble. Oh, we'll see what the sound of sister has to say about Sotomayor. Well, you're talking yeah. about two different religions here. Yeah, so my question, my the other part of my question is, Justice Sotomayor was provided what's called an amicus brief before the conference that we all listened to. The fact that she did not even read the amicus brief, what is the penalty for a sitting federal judge for being that unprepared. You know, do me a favor. Would you call back when we get her on the air? So you can no, ask these just, questions yourself. Just, just call her now. I'll try and remember. Yeah, let's, let's call see, Barbara see, right she's, now. She's ready. Hold on. Hold on, Joseph. Okay. All right. Joseph, don't go away. I will not. You never know. This is early, but, um, and I, again, I apologize for my voice. Hello. Barbara, it's Jim and Jane. Hi, Jim. How are you doing? Listen, Hi. right out of the gate, we're t- Barbara, we're talking about the uh, Supreme Court ruling on whether or not the federal government can mandate vaccines to private companies, right, Barbara? Just private that is- companies. And and by the way, Barbara, uh, that's correct. My favorite uh, sister-in-law. Uh, there is Joseph on the phone. Um, yeah, um, we want you to talk questions. to Joseph if you can for he's, a second. He got questions. He's got for questions you. just for you, Barbara, and I couldn't answer him. Joseph, I hope Barbara. I can. Joseph, Barbara, <laughs> hi, Joseph. Hi. I bet you can. You always have been able to. So what I was uh, what I was prefacing my question with is when you were a federal prosecutor, if you ever misrepresented to the court the facts, the way that Justice... Well, let me play that did. first, Joseph. Let me play that for the sound of sister so she knows okay. what we're talking about. Barbara, here's the whopper of the lie. Sotomayor uh, at the, what do you call it, the Supreme Court hearing arguments. Here's what she had to say. In serious condition. And uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I, got to re- I have to rewind it here. It's my bad. We have hospitals that are almost at full capacity with people is severely ill on ventilators. We have over 100,000 children, which we've never had before, in, in serious condition, and uh, many on ventilators. Barbara, there is no evidence at all that there are 100,000 children on ventilators or 100,000 no, children No, is, there isn't. So, but apropos question. of Joseph's question, um, obviously a judge can say whatever a judge wants to say, However, to sort of answer your question, Joseph, if I had ever misrepresented to a judge, uh, as we just heard Sotomayor do, um, what would happen to me is I would get a phone call from the judge's secretary who would say, the judge would like to see you in his or her chambers And bring your and bring your toothbrush. And bring your box too. In other right? words, if you bring your toothbrush, what are they telling you? You're gonna be there. Uh, I I'm going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so Barbara, in the case of of a federal judge, 
what she said showed clearly that she did not read the amicus briefs that were provided prior to that conference. Is there no penalty at all for a federal judge to not uh, be at least minimally, minimally prepared based on the information provided by both sides prior to uh, that meeting? I mean, they, they, they should be, but, but uh, there's nothing that I know of that can be done. Um, I mean, she may have read the amicus briefs and just, just skipped over that part. But, I, you know, that I don't know. Although, you know, to me, Joseph, uh, this really is an issue of whether or not uh, the federal government, basically the president, has the power to do this. It's not so much of an issue about whether it's good to do this for the country or not good to like do Sotomayor this for the country. Said, like yeah. Sotomayor said, there's a pressing so, need. Doesn't matter so if there's Barbara, a pressing yeah. need, does it, Barbara? I, I don't think, to me, I don't think so, because I don't think that's the question. Jim, if, if, if um, the question was, is this good for America, then I think the judge would need to know basically a lot more than she does. But I don't think it, uh, the question is, is this good for America? Even if it's good for America, that doesn't mean it's constitutional. Okay, and, um, and to me, that's the question. May I just jump in for one second? Uh, what about the President Harris that we have, the, the uh, prosecutor? She was prosecutor, right? And she prosecuted people. Harris. Uh, she's talking uh, uh, about uh, Kamala Harris. Well, I'm talking about Kamala Harris that she's being referred to as president by the president, by this country, because he's a moron. Well, that's a but that's, um, a, that's a whole nother story. Oh my God. Oh my God. That woman. So, so how did she get away with all the stuff that she got away with? I think because she has a D after her name. Um, yeah, well, there you go. So Barbara, but anyway, are you with- Barbara, here's Joseph again. Go ahead, Joseph. Wait. I'm sorry. Are, are you familiar with the, uh, the Jacobson case having to do with smallpox in Massachusetts back around yes. somewhere around 1900. Yes, I am. Who was very shocked and disappointed by our, by our side in the Supreme Court hearing because they were basically acknowledging uh, that the government uh, does have the right to mandate vaccines, but in this case, OSHA was not. Uh, did not have the capability to do it based on you know the regulations they're under, and I don't understand why these lawyers are doing that because Jacobson case was about smallpox where there were thirty percent of the people who got it died versus one percent, and smallpox you Another took the vaccine and you didn't give smallpox to the next person that you ran into. So I find it entirely different, but they were so quick to say, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we you know, we, we understand that, that, you know, you can actually do this. It's just OSHA can't do it. And well, I, 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 I'll hang up. <laughs> okay. I, you're, you're very smart in, in picking that up um, because that's the crucial issue here in one of the two cases. Does OSHA have the authority to do this or not? The only way OSHA could get that authority would be if Congress gave OSHA that authority. And the, the argument has to be centered on OSHA's authority and whether or not it exists at all. And no one can point to anything that Congress ever did that would give OSHA the authority to do this. So, um, I, that's to me is the is is the end of, of the question. Um, in fact, even during the course of the oral argument, um, Chief Justice Roberts made a comment about hmm, shouldn't Congress be weighing in on this? And the answer to that is absolutely, because the administration can only do what Congress lets it do, and 
that this is this is the problem with this case. Barbara, should we uh, allow yeah. the federal government to intrude on private business like uh, Joseph, thank you so I'm much gonna, for I'm calling in. Thank you, so much. thank you. You have a good Joseph. one. Happy New Year. Thank you, Joseph. Thank you for calling in. Barbara, let me play <laughs> some of those oral arguments right now and get a comment. First of all, I want to thank Joseph for his one-on-one with the sound that was, that was great. It was excellent. I wish you had more calls like that. Joseph, you, <clears throat> you were great. You were fantastic. But I have, Thank you for coming. Yeah, was so me, definitely on top of things. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But um, do you remember there were, there were two cases around here in uh, New England. There was a girl that ended up in um, Massachusetts that was taken away from her family. Um, I forget her name. Um, in Connecticut. She was from Connecticut, yep. and she was taken into Massachusetts, and she was kept hostage pretty much um, because of her disease or, or um, alleged uh, disease. And then there was a girl that had cancer that was deciding not to get a treatment in Connecticut that was Chemo. within... That was within weeks of reaching her 18th birthday. Her family was totally behind her, and the state took over her she didn't and want to take forced her chemo. forced her into chemo. They forced her into chemo, and she still developed cancer afterwards. Do you remember those two cases? I, I do, but there's a key distinction here. Okay, there is there is nothing in our constitution that gives the federal government what we lawyers call police power. And that would be the power over someone's health. Right. However, every state has its own police power. Yes. And states could, a state could easily mandate uh, that people take a vaccine under their, the police power given to them under the constitution. Well, there you go. So it depends on, it depends on what you're looking at here. There's, there's if you're looking federal, at the federal government, it's one thing. The state government is a different thing. There's, there's, this there's is the case your answer. of the federal government, Barbara, with an, another power grab, isn't it? Well, I say so, yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was um, uh, Justice Gorsuch who basically said, "Isn't this? doesn't this belong to the state? And... I, I think it was Justice Gorsuch. Uh, yeah, it was Justice Gorsuch that said that the states have held responsibility over these areas, and they do. So I think um, that Justice Gorsuch is going to come down on federal government doesn't have the power. Barbara, if I may, I'd like to play a little bit. This is really interesting for those of you out there who are listening live. Every now and then the Supreme Court releases audio of the actual proceedings of oral arguments, whereby I have one of those sound bites from the, provided by the Supreme Court of oral arguments. Like, hear your comments on this, so. It have been the, man, the non-mandatory guidance that was then put into place. <laughs> Jumping to a vaccine or testing mandate when OSHA has never exercised that well, power. Well, it is a pressing, right there. there is some pressing urgency to addressing the problem and having them. That's sort of mayor saying, Barbara, there is pressing urgency to, to, uh, to allow this, to address the problem. Well, I'm back to my original point. It doesn't matter whether there's pressing urgency. It doesn't matter whether this is good for the country or good for the citizens or good for anybody for that matter. All that matters is, does OSHA have the power uh, to do this? So that to me is where the, 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 the case should, should come down. Um, we heard a lot of arguments, I, I think from Sotomayor and, and from Justice Kagan as well, that talked about how things will be much better if everybody gets vaccinated. It, it, again, it doesn't matter, Jim. Let's say I um, invent something really crazy and hypothetical here. Let's say the CDC decides all of a sudden that um, it's really healthy for you to exercise and really healthy for you to eat fruits and vegetables every day. Could they mandate it because it's good for you? Of course not. They'd have to show that they have the authority to do so. So that's where we're at with this case, it seems to me. Um, it's not a question of whether it's good for the country. It's a question of whether it's constitutional. 
Okay, can I? Can Justice I just... Alito comment about can the government mandate broccoli when they were talking about the Obama mandate? Correct, Barbara. Remember yeah, that? that that was yes, that was um, uh, wasn't Alito. It was Scalia. Um, Scalia. It was Justice Scalia yeah, who talked Scalia. about mandating broccoli. So, I mean that that really is. Yeah, that really uh, is the question. Also, Michelle Obama. Anyways, I was going to say that CDC recently, and I don't have it on paper. I don't know where to find it. But CDC recently admitted that they don't even know what they're testing for. If it's uh, for regular flu or if it's for the China flu. They already, well, admitted, we- they already admitted that. So what are the tests going to do for us? I just got six tests that cost us um, almost $90. Um, and then what? Just hold in reserve. Then what? Yeah, just hang on to them. Maybe but, you can get a refund. But um, no, but then but- what? Then what? I mean, are they are they going to be equipped with the medication that they that, that they need to give us? Uh, if we were already vaccinated, if oh, that's people the were monoclonal antibody uh, medication, Barbara. So, so, yeah, that that medication is is, is being um, uh, given to patients um, and at, at no cost. So, but you you mentioned something interesting there, Jane, and that is something that has come out recently from the CDC, and they have said that um, basically the vaccine does not stop transmission. So if it doesn't stop transmission, then why, would you why are we doing exactly. this? Why, why would you mandate it? So why would you mandate the vaccine? But and see, why, the, the, why the, would you get the booster? So you could get booster. I posted, I recently posted a thing on uh, um, Facebook. Have you ever seen the uh, man in black? No. Um, okay, too bad. There is a guy that is actually an alien, and he's a cockroach in a um, in a man body. Um, that's what we are going to look like after we get so many boosters. We are going to be so um, dis. What do you call disfigured? disfigured. Um, it, it's just it's, it's ridiculous. Well, <laughs> certainly there that that's that's an issue. But one of the problems we've had. Again, if we're going to look at the the facts rather than the law, if we're looking at the facts, what we're told changes really from moment to moment. It does, doesn't Um, it? Like day to day. Yesterday, the CEO of Pfizer uh, came out and he said that the two vaccines, the two Pfizer shots, basically, um, give no benefit against Omicron at all. He didn't know whether a third one might give a benefit, but so nobody, he said this yesterday, the Supreme court didn't have this before the court when the arguments were made last Friday. So much of the information that's coming out is coming out so rapidly, it's hard to keep up with the I facts. Know. Hey, Barbara, is I to, say, we need to start is comedy anybody show. doing what Rush Limbaugh said, we follow to, the money. We need more to start comedy show. More money for the ridiculous. drug companies, Barbara. Well, I, you know, Jim, I'm, I'm, I'm not willing to go that far with respect <laughs> to the Supreme Court. I, I do think that we, <clears> I, well, I, I should tell everybody this. Um, the Supreme Court traditionally comes out with a calendar every term. And in that calendar, they list days as days for oral argument, days for rendering opinions, days for judicial conferences, and so that everybody knows what's happening when, basically. On Monday of this week, the Supreme Court Court added tomorrow as an opinion day. (laughs) So it is my guess that we're going to get an opinion from the court tomorrow in both the OSHA case and the uh, CMS case. Is this the OSHA case? The the OSHA, there were two cases that was argued. One was the OSHA mandate, and the other was a mandate from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid that any provider who received Medicare and Medicaid money um, had to make sure that all of their employees were vaccinated. So there were two mandates there, basically. And um, I think the court seemed to be leaning a little bit in favor of the Center for Medicare and Medicaid um, mandate. 
And so we may we, we may find that that that's the case. But um, Barbara, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Keep going. Okay. Well, I do think they'll roll here. Will they roll another in favor of the states th- and against th- the federal th- government? Well, I on the on the Center for Medicare and Medicaid mandate, they might. Now, here's something interesting here, and it just kind of caught my eye. Um, it was a, a question from uh, Justice Kavanaugh on the Center for Medicare and Medicaid mandate. And basically, he said, well, you know, if this is so terrible, why aren't the healthcare providers here arguing uh, against the mandate? And my first thought when I, when I read that was, Hey, they're never going to be there arguing against the mandate. They get their money from centers for Medicare and Medicaid. And so, you know, all of a sudden their payments get hung up. That's why they're not there. But I know that's cynical on my part. But I think it's possible, Jim, that we're going to get a a decision tomorrow. I don't know about following the money. I think we're going to get a decision tomorrow that may find the OSHA mandate uh, unconstitutional, but may allow uh, the Medicare, Medicaid mandate to be constitutional. So private industry's got to pass, but the um, Medicare and Medicaid wouldn't. I certainly wouldn't mind a a mandate on Medicare and Medicaid. Those are government programs. They can establish any guidelines they want. Yeah, well, and that's what, that's basically what Justice Kavanaugh said. You know, particularly they control the, the money, so to speak. And if they want to attach strings to distributing that money, they're more than perhaps likely to do so. Yeah, but is, Whereas it is, OSHA is different. But it is after the fact, Barbara. It's sort of changing the rules in the middle of the football game. Well, basically, CMS, uh, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid, um, they change the rules all the time. Jim, one day something is covered, the next day it isn't. You know, so oh, for them to change true. rules is is not a big deal. Okay, to get the money now, this is what you have to do. The OSHA case is very different because it basically is an agency of the administrative branch that's telling employers that they must have their employees vaccinated or else they will pay a fine. And I, again, I do not find anything in either the law authorizing um, OSHA or any place else that would give them the power to constitutionally do that. So do you, how do you think they're dictated? I didn't think they're going to rule then. No, no. I think they, I think they, may, they may well say no to the OSHA mandate and yes to the... Um, Medicare, Medicaid. I think mandate. what Jane was asking, you were asking, is how can they dictate that? No, thing? no. Who is dictating this? Who is dictating this? I know this is an an agency, but somebody well, uh, is dictating all this. Oh, BS. well, it's, it's 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 being dictated, in my humble opinion, from from the White House, and okay. and well, taking it a little bit further back, perhaps from Dr. Fauci and the no, CDC. You, you think? Um, I mean. Like, like I said, the CDC doesn't even know what they're testing for. So, and I told you that my um, my kids and my ex-husband all had the, um, they tested positive for the COVID. They had it for three days and they recovered just perfectly. Well, that's what we're, that's what we're finding now with Omicron and, and, um, so the, some of the urgency, I think, that existed when Delta was out there um, has dissipated dramatically. So we're now in a, in a position where um, it, 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 it's not as critical and people are getting Omicron and they are recovering. And that's good because then they're getting natural immunity. It's, 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 or Barbara, it's maybe the person dictating all of this is... Obama. <laughs> Maybe it's Obama secretly from the vineyard. No, this it, Jim. This has become a, a kind of a, a meme, so to speak, from, from the progressives that are trying to run the show. They want they want to have control over everything. 
you know, give them the opportunity. They'll control your well, your fruit and your broccoli did, and your exercise. Did, did you happen? So that's to see where this is coming the from. Caption person no, had did, a hiccup did you, on when I And did you happen to right? see not my president dipshit uh, speech recently? Jefferson Davis. Do you know who Jefferson Davis was? Uh, he's talking about uh, he's he's uh, trying to put it on the Republican Party, but all these ass wipes. Pardon my. I, I'm just terrible. I, I know, but all these dim. Sh- I don't even know how to come up with the Dimwits. right words. Um, they're all from the Democratic Party. All of them, every single one of them. Well, like Robert you, Byrd was if, a KKK person. You look up all and he was a Democrat. Sure, it's, sure. It's, no, no question. It's just no un- question. It's just unbelievable. Barbara, let me because it's so interesting. You argued before the Supreme Court, correct? Or you participated? No, I've. You participated I, I have. In I have. Case, right? Yes, I participated in the case that was argued. I submitted a brief, but I fortunately didn't have to argue it. The way the Supreme Court works, I was one party, and there were probably six other parties <laughs> in the case, and they only let one person per side argue, and my piece of one side was so tiny, there was no point in having me argue it. So somebody else argued it. I was there when the argument happened, but I've submitted a brief to the to the Supreme Court, and I'm admitted uh, to practice in the Supreme Court. Well, that's why I think these oral arguments are so interesting. The Supreme Court released this tape as well. Maybe you can comment on it. This is concerning the OSHA case. In other words, OSHA being allowed to tell private industry that they must get their employees vaxxed. ...and say, okay, what else could we do? We have to have notice, well, notice and comment, uh, which I guess, uh, are you insisting that that be uh, part of the process? In this situation, yes. I mean, you have the Postal Service and Amtrak saying many employees will be, uh, will quit. Here, there are reports... Well, just because have... the post office can't do it efficiently doesn't mean that private industry can't. But I think what this shows is workplaces are different. And instead of doing an economy-wide vaccine or testing mandate for all purposes, OSHA needed to at least consider, as it identified, there are certain instances where healthcare workers and otherwise, in those industries where there's a heightened risk, that's where there's a workplace occupation. Well, it is, it's a, I, so, Barb, what are they arguing there? I, I wanna... what, did you hear that argument at all? Yeah, well, I did. and. About? Well, basically, here's what happened. OSHA came out with this regulation, basically, under the Administrative Procedures Act for um, an administrative branch um, to come out with a mandate. It has to, first of all, it has to post that. You have to have 60 days of time where people can submit comments. Then the agency has to look at the comments and determine what the final uh, regulation should be. In this case, that didn't happen at all. So there never was compliance, basically, with the Administrative Procedures Act, which would be another reason to, to throw it back. That basically would then send it back to OSHA, so OSHA could follow the the procedures in the Administrative Procedures Act, make a ruling, then that would have to go to a federal uh, trial court, federal district court, to determine whether the ruling was a good ruling or a bad ruling. Then after that trial, whoever was disgruntled could appeal it to a U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals and then on to the Supreme Court. We're looking at years for something like that to take place. But it is an argument that's being made in, in the uh, OSHA case. They did not follow uh, the law when they came up with the mandate. Barbara, what's your feeling? Will the Supreme Court rule against OSHA or the federal government intruding into private industry and their employees I, or not? I think they will rule against OSHA. Does the federal um, government I really have do. the right? to intrude on private business and their and conditions for employment. Well, uh, is that the case? No, I don't. <clears throat> Not unless they follow the Administrative Procedures Act, which they haven't done here. 
in, in order to do that, they would have to demonstrate that there's a particular rule that's needed, and they would have to show the facts necessary to support <clears throat> that that uh, rule was needed. Yeah, but Sotomayor said it's the country, Barbara. See, that's, it, that's not good enough, Jim. We're going to need something a little bit more firm than it's good for the country um, in order to pass muster, I think, in a trial court. Um, that's again, I mean, it, it, good for the country. So is, so is exercising. Can we, can they mandate exercise? So you really, if you, you could take this to the extreme and in, in terms of things that can be mandated, but uh, I think, but I do think, sorry, I was trying I to think get there, hold of Jane. Jane, do I end this now? Uh, Barbara, I have to cut it off. Thank you for joining us. Barbara Weiss, which is a former federal prosecutor, assistant U.S. attorney in the Southern District of Florida, otherwise known as Miami, and also the first woman law partner at Shuts and Bowen in Miami, the largest law firm in South Florida, and a law professor at the University of Miami. Barbara, thank you for joining us. Jim, will you some You're more than welcome, Jim. Happy Bar- New Year. Barbara, Happy New Year. We're going to hit some applause. Oh, and Happy New Year. Barbara, and away, Barbara. Take a bow. Take a bow. Okay. Oh, hold applauding. on one second. Here we go. Take a bow, Barbara. All right. Thank you for being with us. That applause is for you. Then a little travel well, music. Well, everybody keep, everybody keep your ears open. The Supreme Court session starts at 10 o'clock tomorrow. So if they're going to rule in these cases, it will start at 10 a.m. Okay. Um, Well, you keep your eyes open and ears open as well. And um, will do. I'm I'm sure you're going to keep us um, keep us on our toes here on our toes. But thank you so much, Barbara. You're the best. You guys take care. Good talking to you. Good Good talking talking to you, you. Barbara. And great talking to Joseph. Joseph That was nice, wasn't it? That's the it first sure time was. I've ever done that. Let a caller take over the show like that. All right. No, yeah. that was that was fun. That I was hope, fun. I Barbara, hope. Thank you for joining. I hope us. you get have good weather. Oh. Okay. <laughs> you take you. care, folks. You, you do. Bye. You're not done yet. You got 15 minutes. Okay. But that was a long phone call. Um, very long. So if anybody wants to call in, um, anyways, I wanted to comment call. on. Um, Give them the number they can call in on either one. It's, well, you lost. I mean, you, you can't keep going on like that. Sorry. Um, Here are, here's the phone numbers, guys. Um, Jane, would you type uh, them in yeah, for I, I can't. I, I'm like. Um, 860-996-030-860-996-030-830-860-930-830-860-930-830-860-930-830-860-930-830-860-930-830-860-930-830-860-930-830-860-930-830-860-930-830-860-930-830-860-930-830-860-930-830-860-930-830-860-930-830-860-
the trivial from the essential. <laughs> and they force us to confront hard truths about ourselves. Yeah. I want to hear <laughs> what Christine has to say. Okay. Christine, and about our Christine you go ahead. If I find oh. I'll play it. The word of scripture. He, he oh. is such a pathetic freaking oh. dipshit. They kept referring to the big lie. But when the Pennsylvania State Supreme Court in the summer 2020 overturned a Pennsylvania Pennsylvania state legislator about the mail-in voting rules, that violated Article 2, Section 1, Clause 2 of the U.S. Constitution. Okay. Um, may I ask you may I ask, the radio may I ask, no, may I ask you a question? Um, are you are you a lawyer? Or would you, are you a lawyer? No, no. Are you sure? No. <laughs> I, I was just a um you have... hospital laboratory employee and I and I bowl competitively too. Yeah. You watch a, a lot of legal shows on TV, correct, Christine? <laughs> yes, a, a lot of uh, a lot of radio, talk radio because God forbid I can watch anything on the TV news. I can't do that. Where's where your favorite talk radio program, aren't we? You know, Christine? I never got to call you, Jim, during your show because it was during my courier route during the day. I always appreciated when you had Mike Walsh on and the late Walter E. Williams. Those were the two guests I always had to maneuver my schedule around so I could hear both interviews. Sorry. Well, now you get now you know what my new radio show is, or my new internet show is. Sorry to be precise. <laughs> Let's see if I can find that soundbite for us. Establish justice oh. in the gate. Last week, I didn't mark President out Harris there and I. There it is. <laughs> this is a speech he gave yesterday. Last week, President Harris and I. Well, now we know who President is. Oh, please help us. Somebody oh, put us out of our chief. misery. I beg you. But he's our commander in chief. This is a disgrace. Here's the, we were playing this for Christine. I finally found it. It's at 47 seconds. Here we go. Justice like in the gate. Last week, President Harris and I stood in the Christine, United States like Capitol dogs? to observe. I'm sorry, I have to put my headphones on. Christine? Yes. Do you like dogs? Yes, I have, a, I have, a, Annie, I have my sixth dog. Come here. Oh no, we're gonna get a, we're gonna get a cameo appearance by Jane's favorite dog. This is my favorite up. daughter. Uh. Is she up yet? Can you see her? Yep, there she is. So this is Annie. So I always wanted a um, I always wanted mixture of dogs. She's a Frenchie, but I uh. always wanted a um. What do you call those? The um, I I am I'm, I'm just brain dead right now, but um, she's she's my favorite daughter. Dogs. She's a Frenchie, but I always uh, wanted a um. She's a little bigger than mine. What do you call those? The, well, um, you have a Frenchie. I, no, I have a miniature pincher. Okay, well, she's a um, she she's a Frenchie, but she looks like um, Rothweiler. Um. Pointer, you know. Yeah. She's 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 the bestest. And then I have one that just broke his tail. I had to go back and forth from here to from Glastonbury to Granby. Oh no, that's as a ride. But anyways, um, we love them, don't we? Yeah. They're they're better than people. Yeah. But once again, Joe Biden comes through. Come on, this guy is our president. He's going to meet with Putin after saying stuff like this. Oh, dear. <laughs> we don't have no, I have no words anymore. I don't know what to say. Our, our country just fell apart. It, it has. It, it has, and it's really sad. It was so good. And about In your democracy. In the words of Scripture, remind us to hate evil, love good, Establish yeah. justice. Except you're in bed with China, you stupid President jackass, and Russia. There it was, Jane. Gate. The Last what? week, President Harris and I stood in President the President Harris and I. <laughs> <laughs> what a dumbass. No, listen, um, 
the yeah the the the, the way that the country fell apart since uh, Trump departed uh, is disgusting, and the way he's portrayed in Europe is disgusting. And I got in fight with my with my relatives that um, I left behind. Obviously, now for a reason. But I'll, let me show you something. This is what I got from my um, little. Um, this guy is a little dipshit, but I love him. <laughs> well, I always say that your book should be mandatory reading for all. High no, look at this. Too. He got it for me for Christmas. He's a um. He's my kid's um age. Can you see it? I'm bringing it up now. I wanted to shut the thing off. What I was calling in. No, it's a hundred dollar bill on a it printed on a like a golden paper, uh, with President Trump on it. Um, and this kid, this kid is amazing. He's amazing. Oh yeah, there it is. It's printed on a like a golden paper. Uh, with President Trump on it. Oh, yeah. So, you know what? We we need to agree to disagree, um, whoever we are. Um, and, and it's difficult because we are being fed different information depending on what we are being um, linked to, may I say. Um, yes. Um, so it's... But we are, we started hating each other because we're doing it to each other through this Facebook and through the again, President Twitter. Biden yesterday. And the words of scripture remind <laughs> us to hate evil, love good, <sighs> and establish justice in the game. Christine, we and gotta make it. One second. We have to make, we have to make an appointment to go for coffee. I, just send me a message, Jane. I, want, I will. And after moments in America, oh, we history. missed that. You guys were talking over. You got to learn radio here. <laughs> Last week, President Harris and okay. I we haven't heard it. You are no, stuck on stupid. I'm not going to answer that question. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he wanted to be funny. There you go. Do it again. Do it again. Do it again. You want to be funny? Be funny. Last week, President Harris and I. Stood in the United States Capitol. You are stuck on stupid. I'm not going to answer that question. Before <laughs> and after moments in American history. January 6th insurrection. You are stuck on stupid. I'm not going to answer that question. Today, we come to Atlanta. Yeah, but he's been stupid for 50 years and people, somehow he got voted into the White House. How, how did that happen? It wasn't an insurrection. It was a peaceful protest. Well, the thing is, um, I was I was actually, how should I say it, advised or um, I was told by somebody that it was going to be intercepted by the Black Lives Matter, and it, in fact, it that's what happened. Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, um, it that's what happened. Um, you had people. They had no masks on. They had no face coverage. They had nothing. And then you had people that had the masks on that were fully covered. So who do you think was causing the trouble? Why would you cover yourself if you are peacefully pro protesting? I, why not? <laughs> so it's, uh, I think it's very simple. It's, it's just everything is so simple and they're making it so complicated and difficult and twisted. Um, it's very simple. You look at it, you see it, and there it is. I want to play a fastback here, Christine. This is Joe Biden from years ago when he was actually <laughs> fighting with a reporter. This is how little he is punching down. Here's a guy who's a senator oh, punching down. Was he talking about his IQ. Was it the horse? school did you attend, oh. and where did you place in that class? Oh, this is before he got the plugs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking play. about, right? Oh, God. <laughs> okay, let's listen to this. Question. What law school did you attend, and where did you place in that class? And the other question Who is, cares? could you quickly... I, I think, we I, I, think I probably right have here. a much higher IQ than you do, I suspect. I went to law school on a full academic scholarship, the only one in my, in my class uh, to have a full academic scholarship. 
In the first year in law school, I decided I didn't want to be in law school and ended up in the bottom two-thirds of my class and then decided I wanted to stay, went back to law school, and in fact ended up in the top half of my class. As it turns out, he was not uh, in the top half of his class. No, he, he didn't. And he did not get he a full actually, academic scholarship. He said, he said he was in the bottom, and then he decided to go to the top. So how did he do that? He stole money for 50 years from people for getting elected to public office. I mean, my class. Race. I won the international moot court competition. You know, I was the um, outstanding student family, in the political okay, science enough, department. Okay, enough. Well, that but, was but a him, lie. But Everything was a lie. It's a lie. But, but oh, oh, don't forget to go shoot the two shots if somebody approaches the house. Jill, um, you shoot the shoot two shots and it'll be okay. But um, um, his son that was in military, that actually was in military, that died of uh, some kind of... A, he had a cancer, right? He did. Very um, tragic. So his... Um, his... Um, Widow somehow ended up with this dipshit that is on cocaine, um, that is in bed with China. Um, do you see how twisted this family is? It, it's just and they get and no one calls them on it because the, the well, no one calls them on it. Well, no one calls squads, but no one calls them on it. Christine, listen, no one calls them on it because if even if you look at uh, Connecticut Democrats, they were already threatened by Lamont. If they were not going to, if they were not going to promote him another time for his um, powerlessness, powerless, continuous power. What, what Joe Biden is suggesting here is illegal. If the banning certain I, it, weapons and high capacity magazines will mean with this man. Sure. No, what I'm saying is you have Democrats in Connecticut being threatened by Democrats if they don't vote the right way. Do you understand that? A strong arm by the top. It's but just... Gets done. It, uh, well, we'll see. I mean, we, didn't, we don't really have Republicans in the state to begin well, with. I mean, yeah. and Republicans are... Um, they're they're well, useless... Um, they don't fight back here. No, right? they don't. They take it up their ass. Sorry, I did say that. <laughs> Without lube. <laughs> oh, come on, Christine. I'm come sorry, on, but Keith, the show Keith is spinning out of control now. Jim, <laughs> I, I had to take the shot. I had the empty net gold, Jim. Sorry, Jim. Christine, anyway, give out both the... Don't go ahead, um, Christine. Give out the other number, Jane. Um, no, Christine, we have to we have to say goodbye because it's, is it five o'clock? It, yes, it is five o'clock. Yes. Love you. You're the best. Thank you. You two have a great show. Thank yep. you. Thank you. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. No, I won't back down. You can stand me up at the gates of Jen and I won't back down. We'll always stand for a smaller, leaner, less intrusive government. And that's what's at stake right now with the Bidens in office. Biden in jail. Oh, what do you mean? Want to give us traveling music and we'll sign it off. What do you mean, Biden President, um... What's her name? Harris. <laughs> it's Biden. Can you turn that up a little bit? Okay, let's say goodbye. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, first of all, to the Sound of Sister for joining us. And um, not only that, but giving us great to have the Supreme Court works and whether or not the federal government can mandate medical treatment for employees of a private company. And she said, look for that decision when? Next Monday? No, tomorrow at Oh, 10. tomorrow. That's right. Look for it tomorrow. It starts tomorrow at 10. But she expects that the federal government will lose, that private industry will win, that they will not have to mandate, that the federal government cannot right, mandate health care treatment. I'm going. Okay, thank you for I joining us, watch everybody. Gutfeld. How about a little round of applause for us?
Thanks to Jane. Well, to come here for freedom, and I keep cutting her off. We'll see you next week, guys. And I we'll see you next you Wednesday. Next Wednesday at 4 o'clock. Make sure you're here. Copy the phone numbers down. We always, we'll always take phone calls. Well, I won't back always. down. So thank you for joining no, us No, I won't much. back down. You can stand me up at the gates of hell, but I won't back down. Gonna stand my ground Won't be turned around And I'll keep this world from dragging me down Gonna stand my ground And I won't back down Hey, baby There ain't no easy way out Hey, I will stand my ground, and I won't back down. <laughs>